0: hello raccoon hello pop pop what uh this is the red-blooded outdoors podcast that is correct you are racheloon you are the (laughs) co-host and i'm cornbread your father correct cooney i am your father
1: it's like that one movie where they're fighting what in space yeah I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Like, you ain't? Fully through. I've seen just bits and pieces. You
0: ain't never... Like, the old ones or the newer ones? None of them. Well, I mean the bits and pieces
1: you've seen. Oh, the old ones. The older ones? Yeah. I've just... seen the family guy Star Wars. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: interesting. So, I used to... Man, I loved the original Star Wars. And... um I don't even know the name of it anymore, I forgot. The one with the uh, Jar Jar Binks. When I watched that and when it come out I said, Alright, this this is just ridiculous. That's that's enough. That's enough. We couldn't just leave well enough alone.
1: We got to keep on going with some They're still making Star Wars. Are they? Yeah. Didn't... They're never gonna stop. And I'm like Now there's a baby Yoda. I know that. I see that joker all over TikTok.
0: I'd like to see the baby Yoda fight the baby Groot. Who you think'd whoop in that? I'm gonna give if it you to got, the baby
1: Yoda. If you got, well, you don't know nothing about him. I don't know nothing about baby Groot. Well, either. I don't I've either. I've never seen Guardians of the Galaxy all the way through either. Uh, I've never seen the
0: first one all the way through, but I've seen the majority of it, and I, I like it pretty good.
1: I'm, I'm just, I'm what not, I have seen. I'm no. not into the,
0: the superheroes and all that. But I've seen there's a baby Groot, and there's a baby Yoda, and I just like to see them have a cage match. Well, who do you think would win? B- baby Groot, hands down. He's the one that goes,
1: I am Groot.
0: Yeah, and then when he's grown up, all he says
1: is, I am Groot. Uh, so that's all he ever that's all, says.
0: That's all he says. Well,
1: that's not very. Like not they very ask much him a there. question, he just says, I'm Groot. And they know what he's saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna, did, give it, I'm gonna give it to Yoda. At least he can it, say I, sentences. So, so why yeah, but they're messed up. So? It's like it's like destroy goo I will.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the first part of his sentence is at the end. Yeah. I mean That takes I, intelligence. I think these mom and daddies of these dang characters should have raised them babies that a little take, bit no, better, they don't that they don't, takes intelligence. That, I don't know to what be able no to, to end your sentence with the beginning. Baby Groot beat the brakes off Baby Yoda's son. I'm talking about beat the brakes off of him. Get him in a dang Americana or a dang guillotine Yeah, I don't choke. know how strong a Groot is. He's a, I
1: imagine he's pretty he's strong. A he's a flipping tree. tree.
0: Yeah, he's a flipping tree. But still. How strong was that tree when it smashed your bedroom that day? It was pretty strong because it come up in here with me. Yeah. <laughs> Dang Groot done smashed your dang bedroom, boy. I guess so. Done
1: messed your life up for about a so month. So it's like I was Baby Yoda and the tree was Baby Groot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what you what you got going on? You ain't. I mean, what's what's up? There ain't much going. I ain't on going. I ain't doing much. How's work been going? It's been going
1: real good. Yeah,
0: very very good. You ain't been fishing or nothing. You ain't been hitting a lick on nothing. Uh -uh.
1: Trying to give y'all a chance to practice.
0: I might. Well, no, we can't go fishing this evening. Because y'all got a dang concert. Yeah, concert. Yeah. Who are y'all going to see? It's called Muscadine Bloodline. Oh, I thought y'all was going to see that Blackberry Smoke. No. Muscadine Bloodline, Blackberry Smoke. I mean, what in the world is going on here? Raspberry jamboree. Yeah, what in the world? Crabapple jelly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blackberry butter.
0: Yeah. I mean, what are they saying? Country music. Is it country? Mu-
1: yeah. ha- Did they play them on the radio? No. No, they don't play them on the radio. This is this is exclusive this right here. This is, is underground stuff. Yeah. Musky dine. Bloodline. Yeah
0: are they better than that
1: uh this is like one of the one of those groups where people go to their concerts because they have good music not because they're famous see what i'm saying well okay so let me ask you
0: this why are they in the most bougie part of georgia
1: because they in they're, buckhead oh I, that, that i was i was actually reading stuff about them last night they don't have like like, they set up all their own, it's just two guys in their band, but they set up all their own shows and everything. Oh, so let me ask you this. Why are they in a they re- probably, they, really ritzy place? They could probably don't, get don't in there. Don't come at me like the, these probably, That's where is. they was able to get in at.
0: Hey. Don't come at me like they're grassroots and they are oh they they out here working, they setting their own stuff up, you know, they they wear boots and they sing good country music for the people that's out there crushing rock and they're in Buckhead, the most ritzy part of the entire state of Georgia. They should be playing Treat Mountain Eastum Hill.
1: I <laughs> saw I mean not everybody can just set up on the banks of the Etowah and just go at <laughs> hey, it. <laughs> hey, are
0: they are they outlaws or are they just talking bit bull hockey? Why,
1: why they ain't playing on Brizel Mountain?
0: That's right, a pair on blue car body roads, son. <laughs> no, I mean no. So I'm gonna call bull hockey on you on your little concert tonight. Then call it. Just call, call it. Just call, <laughs> call it. Just call bull hockey. Might as well. But well, so what? I mean. Mm-hmm what what songs do they got that you like i mean help help me out on figuring out what you like about them it's you said it's two guys yeah okay they're brothers right why why don't you got them on the podcast because i mean i feel if they so down down home and ho bonking and whatnot they could you should have been like, "Hey, y'all gonna be in
1: town? Why do not you be guest on the podcast?" That's what I'm gonna do when we go to that concert. Now I'm gonna rush the stage, get up there, and go. They're coming on the Red Blooded Outdoors podcast. You, you and, and they're, just, they're gonna they're gonna accept the invitation right there on stage.
0: The only thing I've ever seen you rush to was a plate of biscuit and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> <I> see, <laughs> hey. oh, I did see you rush. Into the house when that little
1: deer run in the garage that time. That joker was after me. So what kind of songs they got? Name some of the titles of their songs. Uh, they just come out with a new one called "Me on You." That's a pretty good one. What is that like? That's like Baby Group fighting Yoda. No, that's like I'm gonna get Nothing on your town like and
0: I'm gonna beat the brakes off no. of you, fool.
1: Nothing like that. They got another one called uh, "called Southern." They talk yeah. about Tom Kelly in that song. That's how you know it's a good song. Do they really? Song. Yeah. Huh. He goes, Tom. The Colonel Tom Kelly book might look a little bit southern. It's pretty good. Yeah,
0: that that's if y'all've never read the book, if you are a turkey hunter, if you if you are thinking about turkey hunting, or if you have never heard turkey hunted and are wondering, I wonder what's in the mind of a turkey hunter. Or you would uh, you have been turkey hunting, and you've never heard of this book, which I don't see how that's even possible. But the the colonel, Tom Kelly, wrote a book. It is hands down the best turkey hunting book, period, hands down. I've read the book multiple times. You actually bought me a signed copy of the book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did you buy you a signed copy of it? I got or,
1: you and Buck one.
0: Me and Buck. Um, it's called the 10th Legion and this man, when his, his writing style of explaining turkey hunting and, and a turkey hunter is dead on. When I read that book, it just floods me with just memories of, of hunts and scouting. It it floods me with
1: memories of telling Turkey hunting stories. It's just awesome. Does it does it inspire you to want to write a book? No. I think you should write a book about your hunting experiences.
0: They they is a fl- You to
1: do something about that phone now.
0: They is a flood of folks that's just writing books left and right. But if I wrote a book, if I wrote a book, what if what is it called when you write a book but it's not in your name? Um uh <clears throat> You know what I'm talking about no (laughs) people write books
1: and it's not in their name like they put it in a different name it's just I mean it's called writing a book it's just you're using a different name yeah but
0: but there's there's some specific term for it I
1: I know what you're talking about
0: let's see so if I wrote a book that's the fashion that I would write it in is in that in in that, because it would just blow
1: your mind. But why? Huh? Why wouldn't you just want to use your name? Because I mean, why would I? It ain't about me. It is. If you're writing a <laughs> no, book not, about you.
0: No, I'm not going to write a book about me. If I was to write a book. Then what would you write? About? you going to write it about me? Uh, Well, th- that would be, I'd use my name then, just call it the Big Fat Pig. How about that? <laughs> no You can't find what I'm talking about can you Yeah it's called a pseudonym
1: A pseudonym Yeah, I'd write my book a, a fake name used by a writer When writing or publishing their work In order to protect themselves Or increase the chance of success Oh I ain't got to pr- protect myself Yeah sounds like you, That just makes you sound weak now <laughs> There you go be weak Oh no, I sound like baby Yoda <laughs> Yeah that's what you ought to make it. Write a book with a name on it. Baby Yoda. There you go.
0: So you got to concert tonight. So I I, and my buddy Glenn drew an alligator tag for alligator season here in the great state of Georgia. Go dogs! Oh. um And alligator season opens up. August the 19th Um, opens August the 19th and I am pumped son pumped this will be the third time that I have been alligator hunting I've went two previous times uh, once with Glenn and his dad when Glenn had a tag and then once with another buddy of mine John when his nephew had a tag and I'm sure enough
1: pumped up and ready for that. I didn't even put in for an alligator tag. Why not? I didn't. I forgot all about it. Oh, I, I even got the. I, I even, even reminded you. I even you. got the email and went like an email that where they remind you to hey quota hunt better hurry up and yeah. put in for it. Right. I even started the email and my saved my favorites on my email so I could go back and do it and never did. That the alligator license itself
0: since the last time I went. I can't even remember the the i guess it was two thousand thirteen or fourteen when I went last time so it's been a it's been a good minute it's been seven eight years since i've been um that that time the the license to hunt alligator in georgia was fifty bucks now it's seventy five hmm. it's seventy five dollars
1: So, have every time you gone, you've hunted them from a boat?
0: Yeah, from a boat. And we was so. What's unique about this zone that we're going to? It doesn't have that much public land access. It's the now we do we have found some spots that we can hunt public land, but it's not great big rivers and lakes. See, so the time before. We hunted the Flint River here in Georgia and Lake Seminole, mm-hmm. and those are big bodies of water, big bodies of water with lots of alligators, big alligators. So this zone, the water is, I mean, they have plenty of water, but it's nothing like that. It's more shallow. I mean, there's a river there that I'm not sure how you pronounce. It. It's like Alfalfa. It's spelled A-L-A-P-H-A. And uh, there's parts of that river that if they don't have much rain down there, it'll dry up and the river will be underground. You know, and there'll just be pools here and there. Hmm. Uh, so the uh, the actual public land to hunt and the water is different. Like the water that we are going to get to hunt, instead of there being some open water, it's gonna be a lot more grassy, a lot more lily pads, sort of swamp,
1: marshy type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I figured. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where I thought alligators hung out at, though. Oh, definitely. And then like that swampy and marshy area well, I mean, more that's, than the
0: open waters. That's primarily what you think of when you think alligator, but you know, they're all in the Flint River. They're in Lake Seminole. You know. You get down into Florida, they're they're just everywhere, anywhere there's a body of water, there could be an alligator. Yeah. Um so yeah, we drew those tags, so we're we're starting to to form and plan our trip. So when we when we drew the tag, uh, or when we was talking about going, we we both know that neither one of us has got a boat. And uh <laughs> Neither one of us has got a boat, so we started talking to a few guides. Uh, and because the public land access there is very minimal, there isn't hardly any guides that guide that zone down in. So we drew zone four um, in Georgia. Hold on here and I'll tell you the, uh, the counties that it is.
1: There ain't no like y'all weren't able to find a guide that. that- so you can't hunt them on private land. Yes, you can. Those tags,
0: you can, but you have to, you know, of course, have permission.
1: Y'all couldn't find no guides that had like private land that well, would take you.
0: We found one. We found one guide that had that had private land, a bunch of different private land, but his price was tea totally outrageous for <laughs> a two day hunt. I'm talking outrageous, like no. I'm I'm not even going to do it. Not even going to think about it. That's probably why, because he's like one of the only ones. Right. So we get to hunt. This is here in South Georgia. Turner, Irwin, Tift, Berrien, Lanier, Lowndes, Cook, Brooks, Thomas, and Colquitt counties. Those are the counties we get to hunt right there.
1: Cold quit. Yeah. It's like a commercial. It's like cold cut, get some cold cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we get anywhere in those counties, our tag is good. Each one of us has got a tag. So we've been researching some of the wildlife management areas down there and a national wildlife refuge um, to hunt. And now we got to round up a boat. To go down there, and we got so it. Today is what is today. Today is the twenty third. The twenty third of July, and uh, alligator season opens August the nineteenth. That's on a Friday, so between now and then, which is just a little under a month, we've got to round up a boat and uh, figure out exactly. Where our first, you know, spot's going to be to start hunting. So, it's literally, you have a day short of a month to figure it out. Right. Is that not a challenge? Is that not a challenge? Totally. And and we're going in blind to these spots. So, you're trying to find somewhere to hunt. mm Mm-hmm. Round up a boat. We we have the general area that we're going to hunt in mind. And I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be packed with other alligator hunters because of the the lack of public access. Yeah, down there. So we have a general area that we're going to start lined up.
1: Hmm. I bet it, ain't, it it shouldn't be that hard to line all that up. Well, so
0: this this is how I look at it. We we got the tag. We put in for the tag. We We've both been alligator hunting. So my goal is I want to check every Mm -hmm. animal that you can harvest off in the state of Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. And the bear and the alligator, the alligator by far is the hardest tag to get. You don't have to draw a bear tag. But those two are, you know, I'm... I want to get them off my back and I have been trying for years, years. Uh, now I've had multiple chances at a bear. Uh, the one that I truly felt like I could have shot and killed was borderline. If it was big enough. Now the other times I either walked up on them or seen them at the, at the last second or something like that when it comes to the bear. Now the alligators, I didn't. This is the first year I've drawn drawn a tag. So this is the first year you you're going to be able to yeah to try to harvest one. Right? So if I don't now the zone that we got drawn for percentage wise is the easiest zone to get drawn for because less people put in for that zone uh, because of the lack of public access. Yeah. So less people put in for it. So Georgia separated in the zones, and uh, the two biggest zones, I believe, are the the zones that most people go for, like one zone one, and zone one A, uh, and I think zone two. Those three zones are like the main ones people go at. Those those have the biggest, the majority of the big alligators. So that's Lake Eufaula. Seminole the whole southwest part of the state uh, th- those get hammered so I've seen where people's put in and have six and seven priority points you know meaning mm-hmm. they have put in unsuccessfully six or seven years and still not get drawn for some of those zones
1: so the more priority points you have, it's supposed to like increase your chance of getting yeah, drawn? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So this particular zone we put in
0: for, they only draw eighty five tags for all those counties. Hmm. Is the is the only tags that they draw?
1: I wonder. I wonder how many out of all those eighty five tags uh-huh. that people like in your in the zone you got chose. Mm-hmm. Look at it and go. Dang, there ain't much to hunt down there, so they just don't go at all. Yeah, well, that's what I'm. Sure. Well, oh yeah, yeah. You mean like, uh, like, like they start doing what you're doing, trying to find a guide or yeah. round up a boat or something like that, and then they're just like, yeah, I ain't gonna be able to make that work. so yeah, they just, just like don't b- even
0: go. Bump it. Yeah, they're like bump it. Huh. Well,
1: and then we got a we
0: got a uh, Glenn talked to another guide that had talked to a lady who got a tag herself. And she's got like 10,000 acres of private land she can hunt. So he he said he was gonna talk to her and you know see if we can work something out. regardless, we're going. yeah, period we're gonna this is not a challenge um, that we have accepted. This is a challenge we created for ourselves. like we we created this. This challenge we could have very easily put in somewhere where we knowed, you know, guides was going and waited until we could have paid for a guide. Yeah. And uh, get out there and put the majority of the work on them. And, you know, pretty much you, you, the challenges you would be facing on a guided hunt was, um, you know, hunting the way the guide wanted to being able to hold your reins back. And and know when to voice your opinion on on your thoughts of, of what you should do during the hunt. Um, you know, of course, you're having to go exactly where they want to do. There's different challenges associated with both. Yeah. Right. And then not to mention the challenge of once you hook an alligator, if you if you do, the challenge of getting it to the boat and making an ethical kill on the alligator. You know, and getting everything like that. So we, that we've created a, a way bigger challenge. Period, on it by, by accepting this do-it-yourself hunt in an area we're totally blind to. Because the previous areas we're not blind; we would know an exact spot to go, and start. You know, we would know the time frame that it would take us to get there. We know the time frame that we'd have to start hunting. You know where we're at and everything because we we've been he's been there multiple times i've been there multiple times and hunted multiple days each time yeah so this
1: is t totally new so have you done any research <clears throat> is there like like restrictions on how long alligators gotta <clears throat> be and- so so here in georgia let me break it down for
0: you a little bit and because i get asked this uh when i talk about the the times i have been alligator hunting or like you know, hanging around with the guys or whatever, saying I got alligator tag and so on and so forth. The comment always comes up. Yeah, I've seen them on swamp people. You know, they set them hooks out, and them alligators come up and bite the hooks and, and wrestle them. Hey, 100%, that's 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 legit, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that would be tough. You got that alligator on that rope, and you got to pull him up there and i ain't discrediting that one bit and i'm not saying we have to do it a way harder way but we don't get to do it that way here in georgia because we don't have the alligators that louisiana's got yeah um for that co- they're able to commercially harvest those alligators here in georgia is not um, it's hunting practices only here in georgia yeah so in Georgia, you have to have control. Like in Louisiana, I don't know about Florida. Uh, I haven't researched it. You can shoot shoot them in open water. You can shoot them with a rifle in open water. But here in Georgia, you have to have that alligator harpooned and in control of him with a rope before you can dispatch a firearm to kill him. Which pretty much means he has to be pulled up either against the boat or on the bank of whatever river, creek, pond, lake, stream, slough, whatever you want to call it, that you're at before you can shoot him with a bang stick or a pistol, whatever it may be, and kill him. Hmm. So, so our method is going to be We're going to have a big humongous catfish pole. We're going to have numerous ones with some treble hooks. We're planning on when we see said gator, if the opportunity arises, we throw over him and reel in to grab him and reel him to the boat, harpoon him, harpoon him. Then we got the rope. Him hard po- harpooned and then get him back to the boat or however it goes down and then of course shoot him
1: then
0: hmm. we got two tags so we're hoping to do that two times
1: mm. and it
0: has to be a minimum in our zone it has to be a minimum of 48 inches so it has to be a minimum of a four-foot alligator Okay. There's one zone, I can't remember what it was, maybe it's 1A. Uh, the minimum is over double that, has to be, well it is double that, has to be 96 inches in that zone. So it has to be at least 8 foot. Um, I think that's Lake follow I think. So, yeah, it's a pretty big challenge that we have created on ourselves to get the boat lined up to get down there to this new place blindly and to get started a hunting and then not to mention the the actual challenge of the hunt though we've done it before we're nowhere near experienced to say I'm an alligator hunter yeah just even if we was to go down there and get one both If we was to get two alligators in three days, I mean, still can't come back to the house and say, oh, yeah, I'm an alligator hunter. You know,
1: I've hunted alligators before (laughs) is about all you can say, you know. So in the the past, when y'all went down there, what kind of like weapon did you use? We had
0: the same thing. The same thing. We had big catfish pole with a treble hook. And uh, them things are harder to... That that show Swamp People, you know that, that boy Willie that'll throw that tr- treble hook out from his boat oh, yeah. and pull it in with his hand? <clears throat> now we'll probably do a little bit of that too. Uh, that's harder to do than what that show lets on. Now that boy's been doing it all his life. So yeah. I'm not saying what he's doing. You know it's a real big thing to say, oh them shows ain't real and them shows ain't this. And Now we all know they add a little bit to it. But I bet you that boy does that pretty dang easily. Oh, I'm sure. Cause he's he's done it pretty much all his life, and uh, so we're we're planning on having those catfish poles and that being our primary way of trying to hook one up. Hmm. And there's another piece of WMA land down there that's real marshy. That uh, it's real marshy, and there's not many. Places you can get a boat. Now, you can get a kayak in there. But let me tell you something. I am not. I can't swim. I am not planning on
1: trying to get one in a kayak. Get you one of them big old, one of them big pedal boats from the academy in there, son. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So we might have an opportunity to actually do it and try it on the bank as well. Now... I'm thinking in my head, if <clears throat> if we hook said gator before, ideally you would think on the bank. Well, this is what I want to happen. I want him to be laying there chilling, and I sneak up on this joker like a ninja from behind, and he's just privy, he's just privy to me even being there, you know. And I just harpoon him. I ain't even got to worry about the hook. Just walk. Just harpoon his tail and he dips off in the water and then you pull him back up, you know, and he's wore out and he's tarred out, and then you dispatch him. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's ideally from the bank. But just imagine you harpoon him and he says, nah, cuz, and turns around on you.
1: Imagine that. Just remember this. Run in a Z. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now i think what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna tell glenn we need about a a 200 foot rope on that harpoon and we tie one end of around it to a tree and then we and then we run up and harpoon that joker and then that way he can't run but so far that dang uh rope catches him uh on the on the end of that harpoon and locks him down look
1: alligator can reach a speed up to 35 miles an hour that's getting it so <laughs> you better run that's getting it ain't it you better run
0: that's so you know it just got me thinking that and there was a few things that went on this week and uh about and i i had different thoughts about challenges anyway to begin with and uh it just got me thinking that this is a challenge that we create that we created for ourselves right mm-hmm. like like we have to to get a boat right we got the tag we got the tag uh, we have to get a boat we have to get down there figure out where we're going to hunt when we get down there Fig- just figure all that stuff out the location where the alligators are you know, and and go from from there, then all the way to the challenge of if we get the opportunity to get one, the the physical aspect of it, um, all all the way. I'm not trying to make out like it's going to be a hard hunt because who knows? We, me, and you both have been on hunts where we've got out of the truck, and then 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, we're back at the truck. We we did what we set out to do, yeah. right? We did what we set out to do. Oh, yeah. It could be that way. I don't look for it to be that way because the times that I've been have been nowhere near that. Uh, but, you know, thinking in terms of challenges, when, when you think of a challenge, when you think, hey, this is something I'm going to go do, be it whatever it may be, a hunt, a hunt. Uh, the basic course, uh, a run, you know, whatever you've chosen to do. Do you, in your mind, say, okay, this is going to be what it is and I'm going to see if it challenges me? Do you understand the question? Yeah. Is Is that what you do? So if we go out on a hunt. And you know we're going to hike a lot of miles if turkey hunting, for example. Do you say to yourself, "Okay," you get up in the morning, and you say, "I'm going to see if this challenges me," or do you go into it with the mindset that I'm going to put everything into this, no matter what happens?
1: Yeah, that's no. yeah. I go, I go into it with the mindset any. Anything I do, I go into it with the mindset of pretty much it'll be what it's gonna be. Like, I'm I'm not gonna like just not put in any effort, right? But I'm gonna put in the amount of effort I feel necessary. What well, to complete the goal I've set out. Okay, and well, if I don't complete it, I'm not gonna get like upset or anything. Well, I
0: think there's a difference between saying yes, I completed this goal. Or yes I was challenged because if something is easy to you you can still complete the goal and and then at the end you felt as if it wasn't a challenge okay does that make sense Mm mm-hmm but when you're in the midst of it when you're when you're actually doing it whatever it may be do you say Okay, well, this this is really easy, but here's some areas that I can challenge myself in. The physicality isn't kicking my tail, so this isn't really challenging. So can I hone myself in on maybe trying to learn more about the area as I'm in it? Can I challenge myself on to maybe noticing something else, something about the terrain? Can okay, so this isn't whooping my tail, so I can go harder. Do I choose to create that challenge? Or do you just sit back there and idle and then when it's over with say that wasn't challenging? You get what I mean? Yeah. So uh,
1: but I, I think that when when I think of some when I when somebody says this is gonna be challenging Right. I think okay, this is gonna push me to my physical or mental limit. Okay, that's when somebody comes to you and says that, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm
0: I'm speaking of when Cooney, right? Well, okay. So here I'm gonna give it to you. T totally different. Y'all are going to see Muscadine bloodlines or whatever mm-hmm. this evening, right? You've never been there. Yeah. First time you're going to see them, you're going to a teetotal new area, everything. Are you just going to ride there and go? Are you going to pay attention to your surroundings, keep yourself safe? Are you going to create that challenge for yourself? Are you just going to whimsically walk around and at the end of the night say everything was okay? Are you going to pay attention how you got there? So later on in conversation, when somebody comes up to you and says, hey, I'm going to, what's this place called y'all going? What's the name of it? Don't know. See, there you go. What? Let's <laughs> I, just, literally, I let's, literally don't even know. Okay. I know
1: it's an amphitheater. And that's okay. all I
0: know. So let's just name it. Let's say I'm going to the Buckhead Theater. And then you say, oh, yeah, man, I went there. I know how to go. This is where we parked. Are you, are you going to choose to be present in the entire situation? Are you going to choose to create a challenge for your whole entire experience?
1: Yeah. You, I mean, does like, that like make typ- sense? Typically when I go somewhere, I try to like, I, I'm always trying to remember, if not the name of the road, where to turn off at and stuff yeah. like that. Are
0: you going to choose just to sit there and ride? Are you going to choose to challenge yourself and help your group get there? Now, somebody can say, oh, well, that's whimsical. That's just taking a trip to, to to a concert or whatever. But it's the same concept. Yeah. Every day, every day, you can strive to be better. Now, I can break it down and we can get really deep with it because in and of yourself, you know, you can't do anything. You have to have God, mm-hmm. right, to lead you. You got to ask God to lead you. And every day, you can say, "Okay, normally, if the rock crusher gets hung up, it ticks me to flip off." But I can say, "No, God be with me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to create this challenge of being totally different." Of being teetotally different and doing this a different way, doing this a better way, doing this the best way that I can. Right, mm-hmm. doing this the best way I can in everything you do. To hear somebody, to hear somebody say that didn't challenge me. Um, because a lot of us like me, like I'm out of shape. I'm working on it. But I'm in any arena I get into anyone that I'm around, I'm the one out of shape. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to always say that was challenging when I'm trying to keep up with them or trying to be, you know, it doesn't take much to push me now. So I can say every time I work out, I need to challenge myself to go harder and to get better than I was the day before. It's no different hunting. When we went down there before, we was blind. We was un- unknown areas, unknown to how to use the equipment, unknown to how it was going to happen. Um, I can say, in this challenge, I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this. So I need to be better here, 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 and here. I'm going to accept every one of these challenges. And if I don't see a challenge, I'm going to create it. Because I'm not just here for the ride. I'm present in this whole thing. You get what I mean? Yeah. Now, Glenn's a good enough friend. I could sit back and say... You just plan it out and whatever whatever you want to do, that's what we'll do. Now, how is that challenging myself at all? How is that me challenging him? When he calls me up and says, hey, man, uh, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? I noticed one thing me and him did, and we didn't even talk about it. With He contacted one guide, right? And then he was like, hey, man, won't why, why don't you try to... You know, call and talk to the game wardens. You know, mm-hmm. and of course, I didn't get to, but I did call the one of the national wildlife reserves down there. Something as simple as that, challenging, creating the challenge, to put in some work and find it. You know, yeah. I th- so. For me, when it comes to accepting a challenge in my head, I'm just trying to process the difference between accepting. And creating, right? Accepting a challenge and creating a challenge, because going to see what you say, muscadine smoke, muscadine bloodline. <laughs> Nobody would think in their head, "I accept that challenge," right? Yeah. But there's challenges in that. You've never been there. You have to keep your safe yourself. And the group that's with you. And for that part, everyone else around you. Safe. Yeah. You know, you have to know where you're at. If something does go down, Lord forbid, you have to know where you're at. The challenge of being present and doing that and the steps that have to come along. You have to create that until it becomes normal to you. At the least, in my opinion, at the very least so so tell me right now, how do you see if I said Cooney, you can have my alligator tag, which I can't give it to you, but Cooney you can have my alligator tag how would how would you ac- accept or create this challenge of going on this alligator hunting trip?
1: I know the first thing I would do is ask you what you've come up with so far (laughs) right? and probably go from there right and if i was going with glenn i'd probably call glenn and see what he's come up with (laughs) what what what's your part of the team i mean what do you have what are you going to
0: bring to the team and i'm I'm not talking about monetary value i'm not talking
1: oh i'm bringing the pistol (laughs) you know what i mean what are you bringing to the team i just have to you just have to keep doing what y'all are doing. Keep calling and talking and researching. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's about, at this point with the trip, that's about all you can do. Yeah, two weeks out. Just, yeah.
0: just looking at it from the beginning. So so what in the, what we've been doing is trying to boil down actual locations that we can go to, right? Mm-hmm. So get that off of our back, Okay big deep breath we got somewhere to go because I'm gonna tell you right now boats are well you can't really say this with inflation right now Uh, this term sort of went out the window when Big Daddy Biden come in there yeah but boats are dime a dozen you know there's plenty of boats out there we can rent a boat we can buy a boat whatever it may be Uh, knock the location down okay find a boat that is suitable for both of us to be able to hunt alligators out of and then if we're buying it there's a lot more that goes into that too it then has to be well i'm going to keep this boat i don't want it for just one trip so it needs to be suitable for fishing it needs to be suitable for duck hunting blah blah blee blee yeah making sure the boat's good to go Right, making sure the tar is on the trailer's good to go. Getting the paperwork squared away with the state. Last thing you if you go alligator hunting on public land, I promise you the catfish police is gonna check you. Oh yeah. I, I promise you, you. Oh yeah. You about to meet Mr. greenbridges <laughs> You going to a hundred percent. Getting everything lined up getting your alligator license lined up getting your time off from work doing that properly not just going in there slamming the door I'm taking this day off because I'm going alligator hunting and I got an alligator tag things that I've done in the past you know I I accept that challenge I create the challenge to do that better to do it the best that I can to do it the way to pray to God to show me the way to do these things the right way Because it's all in his glory that I even get to do this. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's all in his glory that there is even alligators. All the way down to that. Somebody might think that's a simple thing to say, but to me, that's a big thing to say. It's all in his glory that I get to do anything. It's all in his glory that I get to accept a challenge or create a challenge. And it's not always about physicality it is not always about physicality if you are going to do something and you don't get stretched physically and you walk away now this is me this is my perspective this is my perspective and you walk away and say that did not challenge me that did not push push me to my limits then I think you need to to sit back or I would sit back and think to myself why did I not see things differently why did I not ask to be led differently because God gave me intelligence he gave me my personality to to be able to to notice stuff to be able to provide you know I I, I get in a way sometimes when I get real busy at work, I might not share with my friends enough or, t- or talk to them enough or so on and so forth. That's a challenge that I create because I sort of shut down because I'm, I'm air quotes, so tarred. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well why, well, why don't I, in those times, say, you know what? I got more to give. I got more to give. Just because I'm physically tarred. I got more to give mentally. You know. I I can help in other areas. It's. uh, I don't know. In thinking about this hunt. And a few things that went on this week. I just really got to thinking about challenges. And how I perceive them. You know. We could ride down there. Get a boat. And just go out there and whimsically try to get an alligator. You can whimsically go see Dine, Culvert Pipe, whatever their name is. (laughs) You could whimsically go there, Coney, and enjoy yourself and have a real good time and come home and feel 100% great about it. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. But you got more in you than that. You can pay attention where you're at. You can learn something about the area that you went to. You, I'm serious. You can hold the door for somebody. You can be the light in that whole place. You can be the light. You can be the light
1: for that whole group you're going with. Who all's going? Uh just I think it's just me Buck, and his girlfriend. That's what you think? I think. I don't know. <laughs> there was a there was when we first talked about going, one of Buck's buddies was talking about going too. Him what and his it? girlfriend. But I don't ever know if they even if they're going or not. Okay. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm one of those people that are just alone for the ride. That's what I'm
0: just saying. <laughs> you see what I mean? You have the light to be to just be awesome, man. God created you in every situation,
1: everything, everything. Everything I do is sporadic. I, Buck literally, Buck was uh, last Thursday, last Wednesday, Buck said, we're going to do a down Bloodline concert. Want to go? And I'm like, yeah. How much your tickets? And he told me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, duh, I'm going then. He was like, I'm buying them Thursday. And I was like, all right. He's like, it's next Saturday. Well, you know, you can go alligator hunting with
0: us. You just have to buy the alligator license. But you're not allowed to actually Harvest sh- shoot the alligator but you can go but if you if you want to go you got to let me know pronto because that means bigger boat like the boat we're talking about rounding up Like all joking aside I'm not trying to make a fat joke we'd have to have a bigger boat seriously because yeah. me, you and Glenn in a boat ain't going to be no 12 foot <laughs> John boat think about Getting a twelve foot John boat, me, you, and Glenn in there, and then we get an alligator that's eight nine foot long in that boat too. It ain't gonna happen, Cletus.
1: Hey, I got that boat sitting out there.
0: <laughs> me and Glenn, <laughs> me and Glenn could probably take that boat by ourselves. You couldn't put no, no alligator in that boat. No, we'd have to time to the side. Yeah. We'd have to time to the side, and dang, uh, look. Let me tell you something. I'm not a man of credit. Like I owe, and I'm not, this ain't bragging. This is father-son talk right here. You know, I don't owe nothing on credit. Right? Yeah. Nothing. And, um, but I will let you, I will let you this one time and this one time only. and you can go to Cabela's in the morning. And get one of them big old fancy bow fishing boats with all the lights on it and all that. And we can go down there and alligator hunt. You can put that booger in your name. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> you can put that booger in your nope.
1: the- <laughs> I'm telling you right now, we're running off credit. We ain't getting it in my name. <laughs> hey, you got to start. This joker right here, credit score about zero.
0: You got to start somewhere, son. And what better, better place to start?
1: What better place to start than a $300 boat payment? Oh, I guarantee you'd be more than that. I bet it won't. I bet, I bet it won't. You can you can get a four-wheeler payment, because I've been looking into it. You can get a four-wheeler payment for 150 bucks a month. Oh, and so- let me tell you, if you're paying more for a boat than a four-wheeler, you're about dumb.
0: Have you seen some of them bow fishing boats?
1: I ain't getting a... I don't bow fish. Why would I get a bow fishing boat? But I'm you, talking about maybe like a could you like see a fourteen it? foot John boat.
0: Just think. Just think it's South Georgia. It's mm-hmm. been ninety six degrees all day. We've been on the water all day. And your daddy's standing up there, you know, I got that Brock Lesnar physique <laughs> and I got that bow pulled back <laughs> with that big old gator getter harpoon on the end of my on the end yeah. of my air and I got it. Pull back, and you say, "Daddy, Mm Daddy, pop him!" And I say, "Off the platform of your brand spanking new bow fishing boat. Just imagine my silhouette in the in the sunset down there in South Georgia. You got the live oak trees over there on the bank. You got the cypress trees coming out of water. Just imagine." Ooh, you better get that GoPro fired up, son. <laughs> That'd be the
1: cover of my book.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 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 the Ballad of an Alligator Hunter. Yeah, what'd you say? The the thing, the changing your name up on the book is what's it called? Pseudonym. Uh, pseudonym. Yeah, me and Jesse was talking about this week. What would be my pseudonym name? Oh. Uh, what would be my pseudonym name for, the, for my alligator hunting book? I don't know. Nothing? I don't know. It would have to be... I don't, I, don't, I have to come back to you on the old pseudonym. I have to come back to... I think it'd be... Uh, oh. It'd have to be something old-timey. Like Rastus McClaw. Rastus McGlaw.
1: Rastus McLaw.
0: That's it. That's my pseudonym, <laughs> Rastus McLaw.
1: Spell that. Spell Rastus.
0: Rastus. R a t i s t. Rastus. Rastus. Spell it again. R a
1: s t i s t. Rastus. I feel like there should be a U in there. Spell again. it. Be I'm going R a s. T-U-S No it's Rastis Like sun kissed But Rastis. you're saying Rastis
0: But I think I'll take the The first S off and it'll be Radist McClaw Radist McClaw That's my pseudonym I think you should just make the last S a Z Well I could put a silent 7 on it too Might as well <laughs> And Ain't nothing wrong with that Just think about that when you do some stuff I'd, I'd really like your your your, uh, your thought process actually on. I know I just sort of blunt, blunt this on you about challenges. Really. About how you perceive when somebody says, hey, would you like to do this? This would be a challenge. Or do you really look at things as they come up of how you can challenge yourself to do them? You know, yeah. Just think about that, and don't, Nobody buys a four wheeler over a boat. That that's a cap. Cause I'm gonna tell you. Uh, right I'm gonna now, tell you right now. Boat payment is going to be more than a four wheeler payment. Well, let me
1: tell you right now. Well, maybe not. I would buy with Big a four wheeler before I'd buy a boat. Yeah, I, I mean I get that. I, I see mean, that. My lifestyle would a four wheeler would help me a lot more than a boat. How is a four wheeler going to help you? Cause it's a four wheeler. <laughs> but how's it going to help you? I don't know.
0: <laughs> See? How would no... a
1: boat help me?
0: Because we're <laughs> going...
1: to you get the silhouette.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going alligator hunting, son.
1: Yeah. You know how many times I go alligator hunting compared to times I go places where I can use a four-wheeler? You remember that one four-wheeler you ha- I bought y'all and you yeah, flipped it over upside like down? Like twice.
0: You got the mini-bike. Yeah, that's not a four-wheeler. You got the mini-bike. You yet. can't
1: go riding on a mini-bike. All these well, riding then, parks and stuff. You can't go to those on a mini bike.
0: Then why do you even got it? Because it's
1: fun. <laughs> it's a mini bike. Why? Do, my question is, why haven't you got me a minibike all these years I've been alive? Cause I should have already had a minibike. You'd
0: look better suited on a big <laughs> bow,
1: bow fishing boat. No.
0: Man, son.
1: For the type of fishing I do, about the extent of a boat I would need is about a, maybe a 12-foot john boat. Really, and that's for the occasional duck hunt you and Buck do. Y'all could borrow my boat, but it was just something for me. But see, if we it'd be a kayak. If we had that boat,
0: we'd do a lot more duck hunting. Lot more duck hunting. Well, it sounds like. And you, if we had one with a bow fishing platform on it, you could set a little bitty grill up there, and we could put a blind on the sides of it, and you could be cooking breakfast. Sausages and eggs and gravy and biscuits and hash browns and i'm uh, and i uh, sliced cantaloupe and all that while me and bucks smoking ducks busting ducks and then when we wrap it up when we done busted our limit about nine 30 you'd be like breakfast is on boys
1: or him out I could be doing breakfast at the house. <laughs> and by the time y'all get back, I'll be on my four wheeler. <laughs> I'll be on my four wheeler uh-huh. riding around.
0: Oh, you're an egg ramus.
1: Egg ramus.
0: Egg rastus. Th- no, it's radis.
1: Radis. Radish.
0: Rad- radis McClaw. <gasps> McClaw. All right, dummy. Well, think about challenges think about going alligator was that a challenge for me to think about challenges it ought to challenge you to think about challenges Ooh. yeah Ooh. Think, and think if you want to go alligator hunting with us for real i will we have to up our boat game no joke so we didn't know that pretty quick we need to know that pretty quick
1: roger, oh, I know. roger dodger roger dodger i love you love you hollow deuces